You're listening to The Bob and Bo Show. Here are your hosts, Ty Bob, Ty Bo, and Sean. And now my grandmama and the only girl calling me baby. You happy about that? So if you feel it. <laughs> uh, do ads. And I work, I work in ads. So it's ads are somewhat, off, so somewhat for the problem. Dude, ads are, well, see, here's the problem is, well, it, see, they're not my ads. ads. They're not my ads. Oh, he likes his ads. See, my ads, they're, they're run on Google when you do a search. So you're looking for those ads. The ads I have a problem with are social media ads. And they've gotten worse. I didn't have a problem with ads for the longest time. I had friends who would like go and block the account every single time they saw an ad. And I didn't do that. I didn't care. I would I would see an ad like every couple of minutes and it wasn't a problem. I don't know if you guys get on Twitter much. I know you've we've got the show Twitter. Um, I get on there quite a bit. And it seems like every second or third tweet, Facebook post, Instagram post, uh, uh, Reddit post, whatever, every second or third one is a freaking ad. And I've gone in and every single ad I see now, I go and block it. I just block the account from now. I, I get it. I get it. And I hate it. It's so annoying. Are you guys seeing like the same thing? I've never thought Twitter was as bad, but it definitely has gotten worse. Like 2023 for sure. The meta Facebook, Instagram, that company, they have always been bad. Facebook and Instagram have yeah. been flooded with ads for years now. And you, you almost don't even see like the people you're friends with. Like you don't see their timeline anymore. It's, it's, it's a mostly whole different conversation shit. with their timeline, but yeah, I get like the now it's just specifically ads spamming everywhere, and like I can't, I can't handle it. It's too much. You block all the ads one way, they just come out with new ads for you. Well, you this this actually, you know, I've been seeing uh, a lot of KC people, a lot of KC folks. Uh, you know, when I'm scrolling on Twitter, there's a lot of people that are against. Uh, selling ad space on the uniform. So the Royals, uh, I think Joshua Briscoe or some somebody Casey related was like, thank God the Royals didn't put uh, any ad space on their jersey sleeve or whatever. A lot, of ba- a lot of baseball teams are now getting into that. You know, we see the NBA has already uh, gone towards that. Uh, but if we don't want to be flooded with ads, you know, on our, on our, on our screens and while we're watching – the game and stuff, you bet your ass we're going to have to, like, to enjoy sports. Those organizations are going to have to sell those ad logos on the jerseys. Like, you, you, soccer jerseys have been that way for a long ass time. Exactly. You and know, I, I personally would love to see sports go that way. I hate all the commercial breaks, everything. Like, and I understand they're built in with specific sports like football, where you take a break every, quarter you have timeouts things like that it's not like soccer where you can take a break in the middle of the action but i would say that i would love to get less ads and in the form of getting the revenue from the ads put them on the put them on the uniforms do the running billboards across the the sideline like they do in soccer uh where where they've got those running boards um they already do it. I think we've talked about it before where you do the picture in picture with an ad uh, while they're in a huddle or taking a timeout or a TV timeout, whatever, what have you give it to me that way. 
I think it's much much better for the flow of the game, and it's much better better for fan retention because now you're in the middle of a commercial and you're not flipping in between games. You're being able to keep them on your specific program if it's not the fan base of the teams who are playing as well. Things don't change unless or, – or things don't – as a fan base, as a as – a, I don't know, collective, uh, sports fans, you know, the, the people fighting against the corporate man, however you want to put it, you know, things don't change or go the way you want it to without advocacy and speaking up and, you know, telling uh, those entities and those corporate corporations like how, how you want certain things. You can fight for a certain amount of what you actually want for, but you got to know that if you take a certain stance like, some of the people that I've been seeing on Twitter, not wanting your ad logos on jerseys. Where where else are those ads going to come from? And we see it nonstop every day on our screens and in our faces. So unless you want more interruptions and more uh, things getting in the way of your game on TV, you know, when you can't go to the stadium, you know, everybody else who's watching the game on a screen, you know, if you don't want to be flooded that way, our our main other option is add logos on your jerseys. And that's a, that's a giant stream of revenue for those companies that are, are just grabbing for all, for all that ad money. It's also a giant stream of revenue for your team. If you're looking at your team and you're saying, Hey, I want to be able to attract free agents. And that means that I'm going to have to give them guaranteed money. Where does this come from? It doesn't come from just the jersey sales and the and the, and the tickets and the things like and the TV deals. What else does it come from? It comes from having these ad revenues. And to take for example, I, I just you know I'm a big Chelsea fan. Well, their kit sponsor just the the deal was out the window. It was over with, right? So they've got to go out and find a new one. They're looking at pulling in uh, a $40 million one-year deal from a sports betting company. $40 wow. million dollars for one year, and they don't even have Champions League. So this is they're getting one game a week, and it's all going to be domestic in England, and somebody's willing to pay $40 million to be the biggest sponsor on their kit for one season. That takes care of... I don't. Uh, you bring in a veteran who's you know on their second or th- maybe their third deal, and you give them a three, two or three year deal with you know uh, fifteen or just under per year, and they're looking to get it guaranteed. That one contract takes care of that one specific player. That could be the difference that, in soccer. That that could be the difference in the NFL. Look at what Tyron Matthew did with the deal that he came in with. If 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 a soccer team who is not playing in champions league is getting $40 million for one year. What could an NFL team get? That's worth more than almost any soccer club. We could get Deandre Hopkins. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I want to hear this. Lance, the spoken. Well, where's he going? How did you, how did you join? He's not signed anywhere. Obviously, uh, however, D-Hop did just have his uh, – he, he had a, a, a visit with the New England Patriots today. Two there are a visit. lot of – two-day visit? There have been posts on Instagram uh, with him Robert and other Kraft players. Robert Kraft showing him the best massage parlors around. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have to take him to Miami to do that. Where do you think they're at? 
yeah, so he had a two-day visit. He's been posting on Instagram with with other players, obviously who he, he knows, but uh, saying, you know, La Familia and things of that nature. Uh, it is rumored that he will not be leaving the Boston area without having at least a deal put in front of him. But it sounds like... I mean, he, duh. It sounds like he won't be leaving the Boston area for any other visits. Hmm. He's gonna Bill Belichick around. has that uh, history with sort of the prima donna receiver. But do you don't think know why he would stick around there with Mac Jones? Jones? <laughs> Jinx. Like I, I don't think so. But there are there are rumors again that he is very happy with the structure there, with the offensive coordinator they brought in, with the the project that's going on. If I'm D Hop, I don't take that unless they're offering the money that I want. And that's what that's they what promised, he finds important. They promised to tank and get the best quarterback next season, and so how many seasons does Diop have dude. left, dude? Eight. He's played nineteen games in two seasons. <laughs> get over that, man. Diop's playing till he's forty, bro. That's <laughs> fine, but he's playing two games a year, and it ain't One the playoffs. <laughs> ain't the playoffs, Tybo. He ain't going to a team that's going to the playoffs. He's trying to get that money. And next year, they'll draft the best rookie quarterback. He's going to Arizona. I'm I'm so tired of Lance the Spoken on Twitter, man. I can't. I can't. What's he done done to you? Dude, every single tweet is D-hop this, D-hop that, D-hop that. Shut up, Lance. I'm tired of you. Calling him out. Not coming. I call him this out on is, Twitter all the time. I, this is, yeah, I this is years worth him. of aggravation. I don't like. I don't follow the guy yet. Somehow he always ends up on my Twitter feed, and I'm tired of it. So I got a question for you. What are you going to do if Diop does come to the Chiefs? Let's concede. Like, you're gonna hey, suck our dicks. I got yeah, it wrong. You get, no, you got to pick. You gotta you're gonna, you're gonna eat your words. I'll eat my words because we've been optimistic about it, and you've hey, just been extremely pessimistic about it. If Diop comes to the Chiefs, we have to make you do a food challenge. Is there a local food challenge in KC somewhere? I'm sure there's That's something. What I know of. I know there's a couple. Of, there's there there of the food challenges that I've heard of in Kansas City. It's not like getting your food free or anything like that. It's just like you you pay to do the challenge, and like if you succeed, you get your name up on the wall or something like that. Yeah, I'm not about that. I'll pay for that, man. If D Hop comes to the Chiefs, <laughs> I want to see that. I, I under a condition, it can't be like like. The like, uh, you pick really, the food challenge. Like, you pick the food no, challenge. I, I, you'll have we'll to give your, me ideas. We'll for put the food your options in front of you because yeah, he's got he's fine. got some dietary restrictions, Sean. That that is true. He, tells, he, he tells can't us what kill the man. We'll help him out. Can't we'll figure that out. Man. You guys, you guys, his put gut hates him. Actually, we'll figure it out. But on the on the flip side, you guys are optimistic. So if I have to do one because I'm so vehemently against this and believe that it's not happening, what are you guys doing when you're wrong? Well, it's it's not We've necessarily just with words. We yeah, come so with it. We don't have him. Oh, okay, that's fair. That's, it's you it's not terms. like it's not like a matter of being right or wrong here. It's just like we we are open to the possibility of D Hop coming here. We like to speculate at the moves that could be made to acquire said DeAndre Hopkins, but you have shut you shut it down since the beginning, and you've yeah. been. Tired of hearing it 
since the second week people have been talking about it. So since day one. Yeah. <clears throat> That's the difference. I don't want to. I don't want a guy who's not going to be around. But we've we, we've been over this. Our receiver room has been banged up quite a bit. You know, while Tyreek was here, he 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 was he was out there most of the time. Yeah, I think he only had like two notable injuries in his in his time in Kansas City. But everybody else is is a little bit injury prone, man. I mean, I can't. I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm happy with the wide receiver room. I'm not. I think D Hop, if he could play an entire season, yeah, he obviously makes that wide receiver room better. But there, he he won't play a full season. He hasn't shown that he can. Your data is only going off of two years of his career. What have you done for me now? Isn't it? Not always. Kyrie is one of the better basketball players in the league, but he gets shit talked on Twitter all day because what have you done for me now? Kevin Durant. Same Everybody thing. gets shit talked on done Twitter. For me now? Fair enough. <laughs> That's not a good argument there. But it's the same thing across all media. What have you? Do- it's what have you done for me now? Well, Kyrie, I feel like, has done a lot less for anybody now than Kevin Durant has. Uh, Kevin Durant at least has a ring. I mean, look at it this Kyrie way. Kyrie has a ring, too. Ah, oh, damn it. I forgot about that. He didn't. <laughs> well, right. Look, look at it this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. all love Travis Kelsey. And this by no means is me saying, like, anything is going to happen this season. But if Travis Kelsey for the next two to three seasons is only playing half of the games, are we still looking to keep him as our starter? Or are we going to start integrating other players to take his role away and do that fairly quickly within that time frame? You, if, we're not going to want money, to keep around the player. If the money the makes sense and he wants to stay here, absolutely. If the money, that's what that's what I'm saying though. If the money makes sense, the money doesn't make sense when you're paying a guy who hasn't played more than half a season up to 18, 20 million dollars a year. If the money, I've been with you guys saying if the money makes sense, but that money is very, very low when you're talking about you need a number one receiver and he's only around for half of the games. That's not an Odell Beckham Jr. deal with 15 plus. That's, hey, you got one season and we're looking at probably sub five. Sub five is very drastic to me. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a big low ball. You can also go out because you, you, you have, you have to weigh you have to weigh the possibility that he, cause he's still able. There's no, there's no question in my mind that he's, that it's, this is not exactly the same thing as, as Julio Jones coming off of, some no, of his I, injuries. I, 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 yeah. It's not going to be as big of a drop drop off as like Julio Jones on the Falcons to Julio Jones on the Titans. Um, but you got you got to weigh in the fact that or the possibility that he could go off and have no injury problems. Yes, I, and this is the way that I'm looking at it. So maybe not a lot of people are looking at it this way, but like there are some needs on this team, right? We're we're looking at at stars and depth where where it's needed, and I do not disagree that wide receiver is needed. But let's say there is twenty million dollars available. We've got because that's r- the numbers being thrown around for D Hop is roughly fifteen to twenty. So let's say right. we've got a range of fifteen to twenty million dollars available. You can bring in D Hop. Again, uncertain that he'll play a full season. 
because he hasn't shown it. We don't know, but the ability is clearly there, right? Or you can go out and you can get a guy like Yannick Ngakwe and pay him 15 to $20 million, and now you've solidified the defense who's going to be able to get Patrick Mahomes the ball no matter what. You pay D-Hop and hope that he and pray that he sticks around for a full season, including to play a long playoff run? Or do you take the chance on a much younger star defensive end who has gone out and produced and shown that he can continue to play a full season? I don't think he went that that crazy good offense or that crazy good defense. Knowing Andy, he probably wants the offense, but. I also don't want to personally. I also don't want to allocate money to, uh, especially long term deals, uh, to to older guys who may not stick around. When we've got young guys on this team, we need to pay too. That's I think that's been one of my biggest motivators. Like, okay, even if we don't get Yannick, I'm fine with that because I want to be able to pay Trey and Creed Humphrey and Nick Bolton and Willie Gay and Lajarius Sneed and obviously Chris Jones is already being worked on, so that isn't in question. But like those those guys should oh. all be worked on. He missed two games last year. Yanni Kangakaway missed missed two games. I don't know. I the uh, this was part of the discussion last week. I would rather have a a, a defensive end like Ngakwe over going out and trying to get D Hop. But the front it, it's already been known. It's already been put out there that the Chiefs went after D Hop. Like if if Pat Mahomes is in the front office's ear, like whatever's happening behind the scenes in Kansas City that is motivated us to go after him if that's who they feel they need to bring in if if we get if we can get d hop at 15 i'm for i'm for sure taking that that is not an unreasonable ask in my opinion because i know some reports earlier on where it was that he he was wanting to be the highest paid wide receiver and we were going we were looking at over 30 a year uh you know like when this when, first started, but a long time ago. But yeah. D hop at, at 15 a year. And, and I'm, I'm hoping that this contract's only for one year. Like, I don't necessarily want to keep his old ass around. Uh, but if we, you know, we, we got a little younger on a already young Super Bowl winning team. And so, you know, getting, Adding D Hop to this roster, I feel like just keeps us Super Bowl level contenders. You know, like there are some question marks in our wide receiver room, but I feel like our defense has got better. So we're really we're essentially a quite similar team to last year. But you add D Hop to this roster, and that's like we're going right back for another Super Bowl. Like that is the that is the caliber of this team, and that should be the expectation. <clears throat> I think one of the important parts to point out and like I you're saying that the Chiefs have been linked and everybody is saying hey the we're, the Chiefs are rumored to go and get him we've been linked with him before he got cut I think that is uh, an important piece because it it does show the interest but that is missing key information because the interest that we showed in D-Hop for a trade and post cut was prior to the Odell Beckham Jr. Um, contract. And so that's where that that changed the whole deal when he could get way more. Uh, 
Um, but there are other disgruntled players across the league. Obviously, Chris Jones has held out of OTAs. Uh, there's another player, big, big name player, a star who's holding out from OTAs. That's Stefan Diggs up in New York for the Buffalo Bills. And this is a much different situation than Chris Jones because he's already signed a deal. He signed a four-year, $90 million extension last season. He's one year into that deal. So he's got three years left, including this year, for the $90 million total, and he is skipping. And his head coach in in the opening OTA's presser said that it is very concerning to be missing – Stephon Diggs. You 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 actually is he actually holding out though? Like if he's under contract, how can he how is he really holding out? Chris Jones is under contract, but he hasn't showed up. He's holding out. Um they, they you can hold out for many different reasons. Typically it's used for like the financial side, right? But if you're not showing up to mandatory practice, you get fined for not being there. That is considered a holdout. We just don't know what the holdout is. Because I mean, Chris, obviously Chris Jones is essentially he's in the last year of his deal and he's holding out for an extension. Right. Stefan Diggs is in the second year of a four-year deal. You're just you're just gonna get fined. Am I wrong? Like, no, no, no. He's just getting fined, but there's <clears throat> got to be some sort of message behind it. Now, that message would have to be how like, is he leveraging his situation at all? Like, what what positive is going to come out of this for him? That is that's the question. Because we don't know exactly why this is happening, right? Why is he? What, what sort tired, of leverage? He's is he tired of losing. He's AFC tired of championship losing. Games that's that's what it is. And- tired of not being able to make it to the big one. Tired of. We heard him berate his team at the end of last season when they lost in the playoffs to the Bengals. He was he was yelling on the sideline at his coach and his quarterback. He's holding out for reasons that are not financial, but team related plot twist he pulls a kd and joins the Bengals. think he go to the Bengals though stefan digs to the Bengals. they have the money no i mean they're they not gonna have the money but some way somehow sean what's I your mean, take on on the stefan digs issue it's very interesting, but they, nothing can come of it. Uh, all the money that's set up for him in the Bills organization, they owe him way too much to really get rid of him or do anything with him. So, kind of stuck there. And I don't, <laughs> and I don't think it's to get rid of him. I don't think this holdout is not for him to like find well, a new. Place. I mean, he's already I, back in practice has, too. So, yeah, is he? I hadn't yeah. seen that. Well, who knows then? Uh, dang, you just really. You really took a wind out of Ty Bob sales there. Thanks, dude. Man, <laughs> I was happy he wasn't showing up. When did when did he report? Day two. The day two. Yeah. He was wow. there all for day one except for the practice. He just left. Was day he two. why was this why was this such a big thing in the news? Why was the coach saying that he was concerned that because he was there, then he left before right before practice started. I, maybe maybe you just picked up on a sound bite and got led astray. I mean, it was all over Twitter. It was all over ESPN. It hit every radio station. It was being covered by everyone. Well, also, NFL is king, and the NBA Finals are over, and the NHL Stanley Cup is Fair over. Enough. So, got to talk about something. Fair. 
They also did talk about Chris Jones holding out. Uh, obviously, that's financial related. There's not too much to talk about that. I mean, I, I think he's just strictly staying away to make sure the deal gets done and doesn't get injured. He made it to the White House. They're doing the ring ceremony today. They get the rings at Arrowhead today um, with the GEHA inscribed into the ring, which I think is a little ridiculous. Um, so obviously he'll probably be there, but uh, but um, yeah, not not showing up to practice. How much do you think his deal is going to be worth? Do you think he's going to be number one? Do you think he's going to be number two? Are we waiting on the Quinn and Williams deal? What's going? What are you guys thinking? He's going to be number two. I don't think he he wants the money, but I don't think he's willing to fork over everything that the Chiefs have left for not being able to sign anybody else. He may try to go for more money now since they didn't re-sign uh, Frank Clark, but bring back the shark. Do you think you think that makes him want more money? He's like, if you guys don't you, you bring back Frank, bring I'm, I'm going to get my back. bag. Yeah. I was going to take a little bit less to bring Frank back, but not now. I think he's going for number one. I think he's going for more than Aaron Donald, about 30, 30 to 31. I could see him getting 28 to 30. I think it'll be a, a he's what, 28, so probably three year deal. Try to get one more payday before he's out of the league. Why not? There's always something, man. You can't, we can't just have like a, can't just have like a perfect scenario as fans. Can't have our cake and eat it too, you know? Like, I really hope this doesn't drive a wedge in between Kansas City and Chris Jones. I would really hate to see the latter half or the latter part of his career just get soured by like a team dispute or something like that. Yeah. I don't think it will. I, they've, uh, they're obviously working on the deal. Um, and I think waiting for the Quinn and Williams deal to get done is probably the largest factor because that man's going to get paid and he definitely deserves to get paid more than Quinn and Williams. So I think, uh, I think they're on the right track, just kind of waiting and, and getting this done. It's not imminent at the moment. Uh, and we'll kind of have to wait for what the, the, next set of practice to start in a week or so kind of see where this whole thing's at. And so the chiefs, like I said, are getting their rings tonight. Uh, something else that happened today, uh, chiefs drafty now rookie Rasheed rice has been finally signed to his rookie deal. Let's go. I think we're, I think that's everyone. If not, we're missing like one or two, but I, I think I think that might be every rookie has finally signed their deal. Every important one. Fair, fair. All the I should say all the drafted rookies. I should say all the drafted rookies. All the undrafted don't really matter. I'll say he's probably going to be the best wide receiver taken in the second round or later this year. Oh, what a hot take! We've heard that before. <laughs> oh, you're, talk, you're talking about your your homeboy over there, uh, Mims. Was it? Well, I, I mean, yeah, I love Mims, but I was just saying we've heard that before with uh, Kerry McCall Hardman. Yeah, no, he's gonna have much better year than Mims. Interesting take. He won't play that much, but he's gonna have a much better year. <laughs> I am. I'm willing to bet 
just because of the way the room is set up, this this take will change if we do sign D Hop. Uh, but Rasheed Rice could very easily be in the top three of rookie wideouts this upcoming season. What you have him at where starting the season? At what wide receiver one, two, three, four? Where is he at on the depth chart starting the season? Look, if if you watched Kansas City football last year, you'd know that the depth chart isn't a thing that important. Uh, we have different packages where, like, they'll bring in, they'll they'll bundle two guys together, and they'll bring those duos in and out. And Rice is going to play. Tony and Sky Moore and MVS they can't shoulder full time. And let me just put it this way: MBS isn't isn't good enough to be a number one receiver on the field every down. You know he's he's got some he's got some gadgets he's got some moves in the bag. But like if you if you see that a whole game, like DBs are going to catch on. Okay, like that's like you you play certain certain moves on certain routes. You save certain moves for like certain points in the game. Okay, like I was never a receiver. So I don't necessarily have a whole lot of personal experience, but like if if I'm going to relate to to my playing time on the defensive line, like if I'm if I'm if I'm caging a, a lot, and I'm, if I'm if I'm winning with a with a with a bull rush or whatever, and the offensive line makes an adjustment, I'm going to wait till a key moment to to you know pin and and swim or pin and rip or something like that. Like I'm going to wait till a, a key point in the game to switch up my move. Okay. MVS doesn't have a deep enough bag to be a number one wide receiver. So the Chiefs are going to continue this this package system where MVS is is paired with, let's say, Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony is paired with Rice. And, you know, we're going to get different looks uh, because we're going to switch up our personnel instead of somebody waiting to get deep in their bag or something like that. And that type of production in this high-volume passing offense Rice is going to have a hell of a year if he builds that rapport with Mahomes and, you know, just is is a viable option for him because Mahomes is going to feed the ball to the people that will fucking catch it. Now, speaking of that, do you think there's going to be a moment in time this year or in the future very soon that we will not be sending out packages of players at a time all the time? We're going to have one no. guy out there? It's 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 who we are. Even if we get even if we get D Hop, he's not going to stay on the field as much as you saw him in Arizona. I, I got to throw a wrench in that statement because while I agree we do run packages for different personnel in different situations, go back and look at the snap counts. Who are our number one and number two receivers the entire year? As even starting at the beginning of the season, it was Juju Smith Schuster and MBS. What was it when the season ended? It was those same two guys, and they outsnapped every other receiver. So while I agree with you, MVS is not a number one. I don't even think MVS is a, is a number two. He can play that role when need be. They do have a depth chart that plays the majority of where it needs to be played. It may be based week to week. It may be based on specific packages for situations. But when it comes down to who's number one, who's number two, who's number three, and so on and so forth, the snaps reflect that. I mean, as far as position players, Travis Kelsey is the only one that outsnaps everybody by like a super, super long shot. Our wide receiver the wide receivers that were on the field got mixed up a lot last year. 
a lot. Justin Watson was on the field a lot when he was, was also due to injury. With He's still out him. there, man. It's fair. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying, like there, the there is a depth chart, and they do tend to stick to it when it comes to at least the top two guys. Uh, speaking, so we've we've got Rasheed Rice. Where 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 are you guys? That draft pick. Where do you think in the fold? Whether it's by snap count, whatever, however you want to say it in a depth chart way. Where do you think he ends up on this team beginning of the season? I think competing for the second or third wide receiver spot is a realistic outcome. It would be competing against MVS for that two spot, is what you think. MVS and Sky Moore, like he's going to be in that mix. Realistically, he's going to stay at four. If Sky Moore is improving at the rate that we think he is, MVS already has the rapport. Kadarius Tony already has the rapport. But I, I think he's good enough to not be ignored. I think he'll start low, but he'll finish very high. While we transition from one draft pick, we've got a draft of our own. Something we spent a little bit of time on. We've been mulling it the last couple of weeks. I'm kind of excited. One thing we didn't talk about is who was going first. I don't remember what order we left off at in the last time. Uh, and we don't have the votes well, to go for it. Who won? I don't know. So it's, we're uh, going to have. Let's put it this way. Sean's been winning the voting in the polls, but he went he, first last time. Yeah. We're going to give Ty Bob first. And I'm going to go second. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who let Ty Bob go? It's just the way it is. We are going I mean, it's to taking the doing... place of my Ty Bob's top five that's, segment. That's okay. So that's fair. I got, I got, I got the rules. I got the, the say. We're going to be doing a draft of green characters. So we're going to take our top five, one through five each of our favorite characters who are green. It's going to be pretty wide open. So it doesn't matter if it's their skin color or their clothing or one way or another. Who brought it? Who brought up skin color? Come on. We're not that type of podcast. All right, let's uh, let's get into it. That's what you get. I'm gonna let you sit on that. Uh, who's the first? Who's the first character taking off here? Don't mess it up, man. Don't mess it up, man. It it, it is a tough one. I am going to go ahead and pick uh, Raphael from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Damn. Okay. My favorite Ninja Turtle. Which color was he? Which yeah. head, headband? Got you Raphael? Are you Are you asking what color headband Raphael wore? I mean, I was just he make, was asking me, yeah. and I was saying red. Try to make sure you knew his turtles, man. <laughs> Do you know your turtles? Well, I know my turtles. Well, so that that pretty much just takes all Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles off the board for me. That, I, I had yeah. written down Raphael or Leonardo, but uh, I was going to pull gonna... the quick slide team and T. Just put them on there as a whole entire group. Fair to take them all. I had to call. I had to call out my boy. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I Shout tried. Out. I was going to sneak them out. <laughs> uh, I I've got a lot of 
I've got a lot of things. I've got a lot of characters on the draft board here. I don't necessarily know who I want to take here, but I'm going to go out on a limb. This is probably on somebody else's board somewhere out there. I'm taking Yoda. Oh, great uh, pick. Yep, great pick. pick. I feel like guy. with the third pick, I can just steal somebody right here. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. Uh, big staple of my childhood. Hilarious videos on YouTube all around. Shrek. Ah, yes. Gotta go Shrek. Donkey. No, it's Not Shrek. on my board. He's there. He's definitely there. Uh, round two, pick one. I'm going to go back to my childhood, take a page out of Sean's book. Mike Mazowski. <laughs> All right. Did you finish your paperwork? Mazowski. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I really shouldn't. I don't think I should be getting this guy here at round two. Uh, big missed opportunity on your guys' parts. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and take it. Hulk. Thought about it. Not going for it. That's fine. Uh, moving on from that, I think this guy is probably on both your list. I don't know if I want to go him now, though. No, I'll save him. I'll save him. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with a superhero across from Marvel in DC World over here. Green Lantern. Yes. Taking him off my board. Uh, that's what you got to say about that? This guy's not familiar pick. with the power of the ring. Green Lantern's light, bro. Uh, I'm going to go with probably one of the funniest green characters that I've ever known. And that has to be Rex, the T-Rex toy from the Toy Story movies. Son of a bitch. Sure. He was on there for took, took it away from Sean, huh? <laughs> Good pick. Uh, okay. There's lots of possibilities here, but I think I'm going to go for my wild card. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and go for it. Uh, I'm going to go with Blanca from Street Fighter. Thanks. You're welcome. That was a good I had a, I had a feeling you, you might have him on there. He was, are, we he doing, was, are we doing five rounds? Pull five. Okay. All right. I five. was going to pick him right there. Good. All right. Time to take pull some the guy, rug, a guy off your, uh, your list then. Green guy, anime character. First anime no. character I've ever picked. No. Piccolo. No. Oh, I was on the list. <laughs> Good pick. No, that's no, dude. That's my that's my pick. You want to trade? You want to trade? I'm gonna take someone who wasn't on your guys's board. They definitely wasn't. Maybe didn't think of him as much, but the mask. That was on my list. <laughs> okay, solid. Jim Carrey. That's Sir. who you're really drafting. <laughs> Fine with that. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. You know what? I think this is a pretty popular one. Might might be on your guys' boards with what le what's left, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take Link here. 
Oh. Round four, pick two. Link. Popular popular pick these days with the with the new Zelda game out. I like I like my guys. I like I like my four here. Good four so far. Oh. Let's go back to the villains on this side, and we're gonna go with Green Goblin. Lame. Hey, give Willem <laughs> Dafoe as acting as him. Surprised you picked the Green Goblin and not your guy, Doctor Doom. You know, I already picked him in another draft. I thought about saving him. Do want to overdoom it? Yeah, I'm happy that you yeah. that you did. Uh, with my five pick, I'm going to go with uh, a superhero, my only superhero of the list, reminiscent of our younger days and Saturday morning cartoons, Captain Planet. <laughs> hey, that's a, that's a good pick. That's a sleeper. That's a sleeper. I only have very, very vague memories of that show. <laughs> I'm old, but I love that guy, man. I would watch it all the time. Oh, that's a good pick. Uh... I, there's there's still a lot of good things. There's still got a lot of good characters left on my board. Uh, the fact that I chose Blanca, I, I'm not going to take Swamp Thing. That was that was on my oh. on my list. Uh, the fact that I got Link, I'm not going to take Yoshi. Uh, I got a couple Pokemon on my list, but I'm not going to take them. You know who I'm going to take right here, guys? You know who I'm going to take? Marvin the Martian. Looney Tunes, baby. Good pick. Marvin Very the solid. Martian. Sean's mad about that one. That was going to be Sean's well, last pick, wasn't it? I guess I got to go Doom here, right? No. I no, can't do that. don't. Don't. Thank uh, you. Don't. <laughs> he took that one. I could be, I could go our quarterback's voice here and go Kermit, but I'm going to go ahead and switch it up. Go Simpsons, Treehouse, Horror Special, King, and Kodos. Okay. You get. You got that off Google. You, you weren't You weren't thinking that. What about putting them it's on right the list? It's right here on the list. It's right here. <laughs> Uh, it's the outside only pick that in. actually has two picks. Outside looking in, special shout out to Lane Green Wave. I'm sorry, Universe. what? Tulane University, the Green oh. Wave. Oh. I, I was thinking somebody might take uh, the Fighting Irish uh, <laughs> the whole entire... I'm surprised nobody took uh, mm. the Philly Philly Fanatic. Not a fan. I, I, don't, I don't get it. I really don't. Uh, the only, you know, I had a couple Pokemon on my list, uh, but uh, I think one uh, honorable mention that would have definitely brought some comedy, uh, Slimer from Ghostbusters. That was a good one. Ty Bob is not giving me any reaction. I don't think. Nothing not at all? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like him. Oh, He's well, not hip that, on uh, That movie was way too old for Ty Bob to watch it. I'm older than you, Sean. You don't watch movies past 2000, so. I watched that movie a lot as a child. I love Ghostbusters. Wasn't a fan of Slimer. It's funny. He's the. Ooh, maybe that's that's another that's another draft we'll have to do, or maybe a top five from Tybo. Uh, like we'll, we'll need to do one of the two, but uh, characters you hate in movies. Most hate, most hate ah, characters. That's good. I, I actually, be- uh, I've, I've uh, mulled over like top five most annoying characters. I like that. Yeah, we got a couple. We, st- I got, we I do good, still I need Tybo's top five dance moves 
it's, it's, it's coming in the, next week. It's in the works. Next, next week. week. It's we're we're doing Tune it. In. Moving and grooving. There's a lot of editing in the process. A lot of motion caption that we can't get down yet. Right. <laughs> He's just too fast. There's there's a lot of blur. We got to get it right. Can we go for a recap? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We gotta Yep. What what are what are our squads here? Ty Bob, who you got? Uh with the uh, first five picks here, we've got Raphael from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mike Wazowski uh from Monsters Inc., Rex from Toy Story, The Mask from The Mask, Jim Carrey, and uh, fifth Captain Planet. You know, your best pick was your last pick, I really feel like. You were really mad that I took Raphael. You I'm should in. have taken the whole entire team NT. I messed up there. You didn't want to. Uh, you get four and one. <laughs> Quality, so, not quantity. Drafting second here. These were the five I came away with. Pretty strong, in my opinion. You know, I feel like I got a good list here, guys. Uh, Yoda, Hulk, Blanca, Link, and Marvin the Martian. Lots of short names. <laughs> pretty solid list there finish it all off uh, drafted last coming first let's ha- let it let it happen again every time uh, Tybo zero votes again let's go for that I got Shrek Green Lantern Piccolo Green Goblin Kang and Kodos this guy wins every time because he has like four fake Twitter accounts and just votes. It's all because of burners. Yeah. People aren't <laughs> actually voting for Sean. Uh, Evan Duran over here New with the burner just voting on. Yeah. yeah. Much, much lesser known, much worse at basketball. <laughs> much worse at just, burners. <laughs> <laughs> In his oh, bio man. on his burner account, it's like, I am not Sean Wilson. <laughs> Um, so we've talked, we, we did talk a lot about Chris Jones holdout in the, in the contract that's coming up and how much he'll make, um, that changes the landscape of what the chiefs can do coming up. But one thing that doesn't get talked about enough is how much cap room can be made with Patrick Mahomes' restructure as well. That's going to be roughly, uh, they can do as little as they want, but they can do up to roughly like 17, $18 million, uh, I believe. Um, so if that makes cap space with Chris Jones's move to be able to bring in the hop kick Patrick Mahomes's deal down the road a little bit, 17, $18 million. I think we're well under $500,000 in cap space at the moment. If there were moves to be made and we really wanted to, as long as they are very short term contracts, the chiefs could open up close to roughly to 40 or just slightly under a million. This is an annual thing we go through, though, isn't it? I we mean, it is because of Patrick Mahomes' deal like every year, two times, not even two times. Two times. I think it's. Been, I think we've only restructured it the one time. Um, there's the opportunity to restructure it every single year, but that isn't realistically the best option because again, you're just moving the money down the road, and that doesn't really help things out when you're already having to pay him fifty million dollars at some point. I mean, just the last couple of years on his contract, he doesn't have anybody on the team. And we'll worry about that next year. 
to be fair, by the end of his deal in ten years, the the cap space is going to go from two hundred million, basically what it's at right now, to probably close to three hundred million. Three hundred million. <laughs> which is which is why they say Patrick Mahomes' deal just keeps paying off for us. Signing him at the time that we did, the growth of the market, blah, 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 inflation and carry the two and, you know. We got him for a steal, boys. A steal, I say. Best quarterback in football. Even Gerald Burrow says so. Burrow. <laughs> Joe Burrow is officially a Burrow head. He loves Arrowhead. Loved him as a child too. He he always wore Chiefs gear when he was a kid. Yeah. It's never been a secret. Uh, his his star wide receiver though uh, doesn't know who Patrick Mahomes is apparently though, and that's got Bengals fans. You can't be uh, serious with going that. Crazy. <laughs> you can't. But it's just ridiculous. Bengals fans are the worst. They re- I mean, yeah, they really are. Like, I really as wanted of, the Bengals to late, be good. I was happy that years. they got Burrow. Like, you fans. Just, just an- annoying. You ruin it for everybody. <laughs> yes. Philly, Philly fans are notorious, and, you know, like, snowball things aside, Bengals fans on Twitter are the fucking worst. You know, speaking of the worst, though, Ty Bob has the worst NBA takes. The worst NBA takes. Game six ain't tonight? No, it's not. The shit is over. (laughs) The Nuggies are champions. He ended in five. He none. In a men's sweep. (laughs) It was, I mean, it it was fun to speculate. Jimmy Butler's great and all. If he were to come away with this ring, you got you gotta you gotta put his name up with the with the greats of this generation, but he's not quite there. The Nuggets were stacked. Is it, is it he's not seed. quite there or the team is not quite there? Because Jimmy he's, was doing it all by himself. He's not, not quite there. Not quite. He was not doing it all by himself. Who else was there? Gabe Vincent, <laughs> Kyle Lowry. Did nothing. Kyle Lowry did nothing. <laughs> did you watch any of the games? Caleb Martin arguably could have been MVP of the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, yeah. Should have been. Uh, but the the three-point shooting is it, the way the team was built. I mean, the, it's Jimmy Butler at the helm with a, a supporting cast of three-point shooters. Bam out of bio is your best Nobody rebound. could hit like, three points. Nobody could hit the shots. You kick it out I wide mean, to not to take anything good. away from the heat. The Nuggets are stacked. I'm not, yes, it's not. a one seed versus an eight seed. This should have happened. Oh, I'm not disagreeing. Like, I'm I'm not disagreeing by any means. I, the the Nuggets are good. They're going to be good for a really long time. They probably should have one, if not two, more championships in their cabinet had the injuries not happened with Jamal Murray in previous seasons, but. The, it's, it's not just like competitive. The, the Heat there, were were eighth for a reason, and for them to make it this far, congrats to them. Jimmy did it by himself with a, a injured Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson, forgetting how to shoot threes, and and that was it. 
you know, the, two years ago, the Bucks won the championship, and now the team might, you know, get blown up. The head coach is gone. There's some players that are uncertain about their futures there. Like, this could happen to the Nuggets in a couple of years, but they they built, uh, I think, a really fun team. Jamal Murray stayed healthy. Jokic has just been a juggernaut. Uh, the the team around those two stars in Denver, uh, you know, even I hate to say it because he's from KU, but Christian Braun, a rookie contributor in the playoffs, uh, big you know, the, time in the playoffs. Yeah, the the Nuggets, the Nuggets have a cool little team, man. Michael Porter Jr. from Columbia, shout out. Didn't do anything until yeah. the last game, but right, he got a ring. Got a ring. I'm happy to see the the new bloods you know the nuggets never been to the the finals and now they have a ring their first appearance uh i'm i'm very happy to see a a newer newer blooded team just at you know at the top this is all new wave basketball now this whole entire next decade is going to be completely different lebron's about to be out of the nba very soon like i we i've never seen an nba without lebron or actually taking it seriously without him so it's weird getting old and seeing this. Wait, we've still got a few years before LeBron's out. I, I know he's mulling retirement. But this is competitive but, ball. I love it. This, there's you, so many Le- teams are interesting. Yes. and LeBron's there, but he's not what he was. He was getting gassed against the Nuggets oh, in the Western sure. Conference got, So it's like he's not, he's, not, he's not there anymore. It's all everybody else now. Well, again, also the the team that surrounded him is not, not that great. Anthony Davis washed. No, No real big other help. Anthony Davis, you need to see your way out the league before LeBron does. Anthony Davis is the most overrated superstar of this day and age. He, I think he was properly rated when he was in when he was in New Orleans. Like he was obviously a very very good player and had no help around him. But then he decided to leave and go to L.A. and just like left his game in New Orleans. I think he left. I mean, he left his consistency. Yeah, and and the injuries just really got in the way. But he's got himself a ring. He he joined team. He joined up with LeBron, and he got a ring at the right time. I think. Yeah, I, I think it would have been cooler had the the stats and the win column looked a little bit better um, when they had Russ, AD, and LeBron. Like that big three just didn't quite work out. But the team still saw success. They got a bubble ring. Let's uh um, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up on this one. Uh we've got John Morant's suspension still hasn't come out. It's only been a couple of days since the Nuggies have uh I would say expect the earliest tomorrow and Friday. I was going to say Friday news drop. A parade is wrapped up Friday last Long minute. weekend. Yeah, exactly. They're going to get this all out there. This is how they want to get the news out. Everybody's off on Monday, so you get the news out on a Friday news drop with a long weekend that's Perfect scenario for the NBA is uh, get that what's, out there, and then what's the long weekend? Uh, it's Juneteenth on Monday. Yeah. Oh, that's and that's a national holiday. Yeah. Right. Um, Brand new no, it it's not fully recognized by every workplace, but yeah, um, the, a lot of workplaces are giving Juneteenth off. See, I don't have a job right now. I'm looking for a job, so I did. Same here. Um, and then, so you've obviously got John Morant, and then there are rumors about Zion Williamson being traded from the Pelicans. 
You, you want to talk about overrated? I, I think Zion's got to be up there in that conversation because he hasn't like as hype as he was coming out of college. There, he doesn't even have seasons like AD's seasons to, to like fall back on. Like, there's no argument that says like Zion Williamson is like good. He cannot or wait or whatever. Whenever he's I mean, in, he just, his stats are he's amazing. Broken. But he just he's, can't play. Can't play. You cannot wait for the thirty for thirty to come out on this draft class. Mainly, it's going to be around Ja and Zion. It's going to be the thirty for thirty guns and buns. Guns and buns. Good one. You're going to pitch that out? to them. I should. You may have something there, bud. Tybo, do you get the reference to buns? His big ass, fat ass. No, no. Uh, no. Over the last, over the yes last too. week, week and a half. Yes, too. But over the last week, week and a half, Zion has been called out on Instagram and Twitter by his oh uh, uh, love the porn star lovers <laughs> and multiple porn stars uh, and such. With what, a, and he's going to be a father and got called out by his uh, by his side pieces who are porn stars. So, I hey, they hashed it all out, man. They I think he almost looks out. like a reptile. I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> He's gonna his baby mamas are gonna birth reptilian children. Ah. <laughs> I love it. But they'll be athletes. We'll see. They'll know how to work in front of a camera. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be back next week male uh, or female they'll have just have absolute <laughs> dump trunks <laughs> uh, we'll be back next just week the fattest uh, asses you've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> NFL, NFL practices pod. <laughs> NFL practices are starting up very soon are they we've got some yes like in a week or two uh, we've got some Division One coaches that we're going to bring on, and some fans of some other teams. We may need to uh, to see if friend of the show, who's a Nuggies and Broncos fan, who just went to the parade, would like to come on maybe next week to talk about that. But until next time, go Chiefs! Go, go Chiefs! Chiefs!